You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Step right up. Time no. to call some numbers. B11. You are B11. You are kind of old timey. I mean, you do wear your pants like a little bit too high. My pants are too high. They're a little too these high. These are brand new pants. This is a, this is my second day in a row of wearing brand new pants and you're telling me these ones are too well, high. Are those the same new pants or different new no, pants? No, these are different ones. Whoa, money bag. Somebody got two new brand new S- pairs of pants. Somebody had a gift certificate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much what that was. But no, I think the old timey voice. You I sound need like to one of those old timey role players. Like a gift certificate? What's a gift certificate? What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. All you're I have hot. is one nickels. Come down, spend your hot on nickels. <laughs> Uh, hello everyone. This is you Fun Employment so Radio. Weird. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, yes, I am wearing my fancy pants. It's being noted in the uh, oh. live chat. I like these pants. It's They're, a classy Greg. It's a new Greg. It's a new Greg. It's a new pantsed Greg. Like, I needed new pants. Pants? Wait, new. Yeah. I needed new pants. That's and so two days in a row, doing? I'm wearing I'm wearing new pants. It's been a long week. Uh, well, thank you already- so much for tuning in. Of course, we also encourage everyone to go to funemploymentradio.com and uh, click on the Amazon link. I believe you could buy pants that way as well. Although I'm going to tell you something about myself. I don't like shopping for clothes online because I never know how they're going to fit. Basically because they always end up being... Because you have a misshapen body? It's not a misshapen body. I have a unique... Your limbs are disproportionate to, like... stocky. Your middle My limbs are a regular human proportion. They're a little smaller than they should be. No, they're a normal human proportion. Are they? I'm just, you know, I'm I'm built how I'm built. I'm like a husky boy. I'm I'm not a husky boy. And... You know, I'm just saying that it's hard to buy clothes online because anytime I've done that, I get them. It's like when you used to buy this out of catalogs. This is a really good ad to tell people to buy things online when you're complaining about not buying No, just online. clothes. For me, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Everything else, though, is fantastic by just clicking on that Amazon Buy everything. Link. Don't buy expensive clothes on Amazon. No. Well, Heaven uh, for other people, it works. I'm just saying for me, it doesn't work. For people work. without misshapen bodies. After, well... If you have what society considers a normal body, uh, feel free to shop for clothes online. I'm just saying. I define myself, sir. I stand up for myself, and I'm not going to let you body shame me. Uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Wow. Click on the Amazon oh, link. Okay. Do I need to create a safe space for you over there, Greg? <laughs> Is that Jesus. what you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it all works. I'm just fine with my pants, though. Uh, all right. We're all over the place. We today. can just keep talking about your pants if you'd like. I'd rather. I'd rather get off of the pants for right now. Let's talk about what happened last night. <laughs> And that was the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night here yes. in Portland, Oregon. We had our third uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Small Town Brewery, and it was so much fun. Yeah, holy crap, they keep getting uh, bigger. This was yeah. so much. It was packed, and we are so grateful for each and every one of you that took time out of your schedules. We know everyone has crazy busy schedules to yeah. come and hang out, support us have a good time it was so much fun it really is uh it really was a big deal and i know not everybody could make it last night but those of you that that could or you know some people don't even live in portland but those that came out it makes a big difference and it really really does help us just having all those people there and and plus you know you're all wonderful people that know, we'd love to see super, anyway it looked super impressive to it looks really impressive like they were impressed and i was like if I, we could not that was just like, so awesome like there's so many different facets to make 
a podcast work, mm-hmm. like as a business. And everyone has to do a know, song and dance, like in ours involved. You know, everyone yeah. has their different parts that they. There, need there's working. a lot of different parts to to make it all work, and this is one of the major parts is having these events, and you know, sponsors see that, and then they want to get involved. And um, yeah, you you guys, thank you so much for coming out, and thanks for having fun. You know, thank you to Next Adventure for some great uh, for, for some great prizes, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was awesome. I, I do will have to say, say wait, well, let me say real quick. So uh, speaking of the sponsors, so our friend Megan came up. Um, when we were getting everything ready and she's like, oh, can I get you guys a drink? It was just the sweetest thing. So uh, she comes and brings us over and not your father's ginger ale. Uh-huh. Like right in front of the small town brewery. Yeah, I, I know. was like, Nailed Megan, it. <laughs> you, you're, I'm like, thank you. you it's don't like even... we paid her to do that. I know, right? Yeah, that we timing didn't pay was, her to do that, by the we way. We didn't, but the timing was perfect. <laughs> yes. It was, it was great. And yeah, the whole event was fun. I, I, I think though from now on, I am going to have to start doing it in the old-timey voice, though. People seem to like the old-timey voice. I'm yeah. looking in the chat. The old-timey voice. Oh, sitting down here playing a little B-I-N-G-O. It isn't... Wait, are you doing, like, an old-timey character where you're going to, like, change your wording to be old-timey, or are you just going to say new things in old-timey voice? Depends on what I come up with on the fly. Whoop. That what just you, cut out. What you, what you doing God over damn there? it. Tech thing. I think I just ran over the cord. And by a tech Mike. thing, he means he ran over his <laughs> mic cord with his wheelie chair. <laughs> Those are his tech <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I think something might be uh, mis- misplugged. <laughs> no, Greg's wheeling around over there. And ah, I got a little excited, a little worked up. <laughs> so I'm getting a little hot in here. So he's got some real hot wheels over there. Can I get a G forty seven? G forty seven. Same year we brought our boys home from overseas. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, you I'm have a like mess. flappy Kermit arms right now. I do, I do. I'm a little bit squirrely today. I'm not going to lie. It's like it was a, a lot of not your father's ginger ale. There was, there were a few not your father's ginger ales. Maybe a few shots uh, yesterday too. But, but I also, yeah, and then just everything that I was doing before that. It was such a fun day, though. It was, it was really, really great. Um, but yeah, I will for next time. I think maybe I'll do that the entire time. And you know what we need to remember to do when we're getting ready for bingo? We need to remember to eat. That's usually an important thing to oh, do. Oh, no. That's for, something. Because for some reason, you and I always forget to eat before bingo nights, and then our wonderful, glorious <laughs> friends and listeners, listeners are friends, our friend listeners, uh-huh. buy us you know many, many drinks, and then before I know it, I am going to bed early. <laughs> well, that's uh, that that will happen. That does that happen. That will happen. All right, yes. so we need to make a pact that we need to start eating dinner on bingo nights. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Good talk. Good yes. Talk. I'm, I'm glad, we, glad we got that cleared up, uh, cleared up there. That worked out. All right. Anyway, so thank you everyone who office, did uh, <laughs> who did come out, and we really, really do appreciate it. And somebody who was out there last night. So, by the way, a lot of people last night uh, when we did talk to you, we assumed Sarah wouldn't be here today, and that is because her sister is. Uh, she you know, she might or might not be having her baby in the next one to seven days. One to seven days. How maybe that is a ridiculous amount of so time. The doctor, just, I know. So the doctor can't science told her, figure this out at this point. Yeah, I, I told you the scientific way that babies are birthed. Yesterday. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I, felt I, like mean, I cleared that can't up. Can't they for just you? say, okay, you're going to have your baby this day, and then they just, uh, you know, you yes, take a pill. Yes, because every and labor is exactly what they think. You take a pill, and then uh, you know, you take a pill. I don't know. I don't know how it works. You don't take a pill. I don't know. Just what like are you doing? Push, push down, or you something like that. You don't push down on a pregnant woman's stomach and like force you, the baby you go out like a little roller that just like. I have learned lots of gross. Stuff like an ab roller, like you run run an ab roller down there, and then well, like a rolling pin. Yeah, yeah. You're then, not. You don't rolling pin out a baby. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I figured they they would know how to do this at this point, but that's not how it works. It's apparently. not how it works. Shocking. A lot of people don't know that. So so you don't know when she's going to be having the child, and, and you thought maybe it was going to be today that you were going to be heading yeah, up to Yeah, so actually I got Seattle. a phone call Yeah, on Thursday, and we had talked about this, uh, or excuse me, on Wednesday after the show. Um, you know, saying that my sister thought that, that her doctor thought that maybe she was going to be having the baby this weekend. Yes. So we were all, so got all the bingo stuff together, talked to her yesterday. Turns out, you know, she wasn't having it yesterday. Then I thought maybe she was going to have it today, uh-huh. but then talked to her and everything's calmed down. So she's so, not uh, having it today. So how do you start having a child and then decide not to have a child? You don't. It's like, con- it's the contraction things. Remember the things I was talking to you about? Yeah. It's like those and then like things. Yeah, but are, why would that start if it's not? Because things are like opening. She's and, just like overreacting. No, she's not overreacting. The doctor, I think, overreacted. Is it just like bad food or something? No. No. God, how have you lived this long? I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, so she, so the doctor was the one that told her, like, oh, it's going to be in the next 24 to 48 hours. And, okay. you know, it's been, like, a decent amount of time since then. Okay. No baby. So right. everything's going to calm down for now. Don't think she's having it today. But if she does, that being said, I'm going to be gone at some point in the not-so-distant future when sure. my sister is having my niece. So. Okay. There we All go. right. But, but you're here, here today. Greg is like so disappointed that I'm here. He said like six times today. Yeah, but you weren't really supposed to be here. <laughs> were you? Well, that's because we had a co-host all lined up who does happen to be here, Sarah. And that is Mr. Tristan Maya. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi, Tristan. Hello. Yeah. What's what, so I ruined your special time together? Yeah. yeah. Sarah just ruins everything. Yeah. Apparently just. I do. That's kind of I mean, what happened. We had this whole thing planned out. Yeah. We had a whole show. What was the thing you had planned out? Yeah. Well, nobody's going to know now. Ruined now. Okay. All that work. I mean, it's literally over. Well, I'll yeah. just sit over here and listen to Hotline Bling, and you guys can just talk to yourselves. <laughs> Which, can we all agree to agree that's a great song? What, Hotline Bling? Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. going to say it's a great song. I'm going to say that I get it stuck in my head a lot. Yeah. Well, because it has a... I, I can't stop singing it every time I hear it. And we were all singing it, uh, the three whitest people in the world, sitting around singing it today. It, it is true. Mm-hmm. This is this is a fact. It is a fact. So when we were doing it, I don't post to Twitter very much, but when I do, it's for something stupid. But when I do, like it's, it but means something. But when I do, it means something. No, it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's stupid shit. And so uh, I was like, all right, Greg and Tristan and I are all sitting here in this room singing Hotline Bling together. And so I made a post about how, like, you know, it's a like we're the three whitest people in the world, and honestly, and, not for the first time. No, no, no. We, oh, we did we, that all last weekend yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were you know that all started too is because my brother was doing that over at Christmas, and uh, it was really annoying. He was annoying his fiance a lot with it, and and when I picked them up from the airport, she's like, "Yes, he keeps doing this. He keeps singing Hotline Bling, and I hate it." And then that just made me laugh. So then I started doing it, mm. and then that it, it's carried on from there. So we have Jeff to thank for this. All right, thanks, yes. Jeff. Mm-hmm. So we were, so we were, I was posting about it on Twitter, and I, you know, I don't really use it very much, so I didn't know if uh, Tristan was on it or not. So I'm like, Tristan, what's your Twitter handle? And he said it with such anger. He's like, Tristan Mayor One. Yeah, like what like you, Roman, uh, like like letter one or yeah. like, like a letter, spell that one. Not yeah. like he won. Like, like yay, yeah. no, yeah. but like number <laughs> no, one. Tristan yeah. Mayor did not win. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, because uh, because I'm not quick to uh, to get the the right handle for anything. I got Tristan Mayer one because Tristan Mayer was taken. So there's a Tristan Mayer that's out there taking all of the social media things. Yes. Yes. There, there's there's a, a rival Tristan Mayer. <laughs> yeah. There is, uh, there is a British Tristan Mayer that has taken everything. So how many Tristan Mayers are there? Because like, I Google my name. Luckily, there's not a whole lot of uh, 
Uh, there's not a whole lot of Greg Nibblers well, out Nibbler's there. Nibbler's like the weirdest last name ever. There's a couple, well, though. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of Greg Nibblers there out there. Are? There's one, yeah. One's like 80-something, so he's not really a threat to me for anything on social media. Um, there's a couple other ones. Mostly, I've got the market cornered on it, but uh, Tristan Mayer's... You, you get Greg Nibbler. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I win. Clearly, I win. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Everybody wants Yay. that. I don't have a lot of competition. <laughs> How? But, uh, but Tristan Mayer's... I guess I guess maybe that would be a common name. Well, I don't, I'm I did, not sure. I did go through and I I did follow uh, all the Tristan Mayors on Twitter. Uh, there's like oh, there's a lot of them. Well, there, there's, Wait, there's a like few. a community of you guys. There, there's like four. That's it. oh, I guess like, there's four like four can make a community. And so you you are all aware of each other. I think most of them are like like 16 years old. Okay. Uh, so that's not creepy at all that you're following him. <laughs> no, that, I was like following him like, cool, I'll just follow the Tristan Mayers. And then, yeah, then I had to quit following him. I'm like, I don't give a shit. What so was it supposed like? to be like a friendly thing, like camaraderie? Did you yeah. try to like like introduce yeah, yourself? Like, 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 yeah, like hey, have, man. It's like with somebody driving the same car. Like, yeah. hey, we drive the same car. It's yeah. like, hey. And then the other person doesn't care. We should yeah. be best friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm Tristan exactly. Mayer, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. But is so is it more like a rivalry thing? Oh, by the way. There is a Tristan Mayer who is a uh, a, a musician. Yeah. Tristan Mayer and the Presidents is a band. I just yep. like picturing Tristan yep. following a bunch of 16-year-olds. Hey, Tristan, my name's Tristan, too. I remember yeah. when it was like yeah. 16. You like the taste of beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you some advice on what it's yeah. like. Uh, here we go. This is what uh, Tristan Mayer and the Presidents sound like. Oh, it's old-timey, Greg. It's like your voice. Oh, that's a real swinging tune. It's like somebody was recording this from another room. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like your band. <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> no, but yeah, there's this there's this British Tristan Mayer that has uh, that's taken TristanMayer.com. He's taken uh, he's on IMDb, and so he he ha- he's taken everything. Really? Yeah. So you and the other Tristans are all screwed by that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this Tristan Mayer, Tristan underscore Mayer, he's kind of a Debbie Downer. Like, all this Tristan Mayer writes about it. He's like, is it Monday yet? Can I go to, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, he wrote, can I go to sleep now? I'm tired. It's been a long day. <laughs> Man, the fuck do you up, ever, Tristan. Come do on. you ever worry that other people are out there, like, maybe they're they're looking you up or something online, and they find one of those Tristan Mayer Twitter accounts and think it's you? Oh, because that's probably well, happening. Well, now I do. <laughs> well, this Tristan Mayer probably on, on New Year's up. Eve wrote, I'm doing nothing tonight because I live a sad, lonely <laughs> life. Oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. Oh, that was actually me. <laughs> that, that one was mine. <laughs> wow, you're kind of depressing. No, yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He's like the Eeyore of Tristan's. This <laughs> oh, guy. Oh man! Wow, I just got liked on Tinder, and she was hot. Then she immediately unmatched me. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. says that hashtag wanna, Tinder nightmare. <laughs> I want to meet this guy because uh, this is the guy who owns all of the Tristan Mayer websites. <laughs> I don't. Is that the same one? I this think is, it's the this same is guy. Tristan underscore Mayer. No, I think it's the same guy. I think that one might be a different one. Oh, okay. okay. Because the wow, the, the that is Mayer. really sad. I am uh, I'm getting depressed just reading his <laughs> yeah. his life. You they, don't need to post they're all these different things. Kinds of, so this is like the sad Tristan. You have to find the different ones. Yeah, like, maybe uh, maybe I'm the yin to his yang. You oh. know, when he's down, uh-huh. I'm up. Uh huh. <laughs> That's yeah, entirely you have to possible. Out, like, which Tristan you are? Because you're like the artistic. What are you? You're the artsy Tristan, but you're more. But you're sporty. Like if you were a Spice Girl Tristan, <laughs> he would be Spice Tristan. Sporty Tristan, he'd be Sporty Tristan. 
<laughs> all right, we need. We all need to get the Tristans together. Uh, oh, and, this and is not super group. This guy is not a sports fan. On a tram full of bloody dickheads, aka football fans. So yeah, you guys are opposite there. <laughs> Just generic football fans. I guess. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, this prick's music isn't even music. It's pissing me off on my chilly Friday commute. God wow. damn it! Okay, oh, yeah, this really he's grumpy. angry. He is, he is really real angry. Grumpy. Okay, no. well, this guy, this guy is definitely somebody to. Uh, I, I think he could be your. He your writes match. such compelling uh, tweets. This other maybe you should reach out to him. Just wrote, "I'm bored." Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> he's using it right. So, which one would this be in the spice spice Tristans? Maybe maybe uh, the depressed guy. Maybe I should just write back to him on Twitter and uh, act like I'm him in the future. And just give, give <laughs> it gets advice. better. <laughs> it gets better, man. <laughs> You're still 16. <laughs> <laughs> you still got time, man. You still got time. <laughs> okay, so there's the other Tristan. Wow, there are really quite a few. There is already a sports trip. Uh, Rick Rutherford in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, you can go in there and chat and join the show. He's saying uh, this guy would be scary, uh, scary Tristan. Oh, yeah. he would yeah. be scary Tristan. Scary Tristan, yeah, you can't really trust him. So you still need to find a baby Tristan, a ginger Tristan, and <laughs> we need to find what's the other one? Tristan. Posh Tristan is uh, still out there. Whoa, somebody knows his Spice Girls real well. What? I <laughs> mean, was, I just read that, that up. That was impressive. Yeah, I couldn't even remember all I may or may not as gone as one of the Spice Girls for Halloween one well, year. Well, you've talked about that. Weren't you like, were you baby? No, I was sporty, sporty Spice. You were sporty. No, I yes. was sporty. I was sporty Spice. Dane was baby Spice. God. Uh, anyway, so so there's all these different Tristans out there that does have to get kind of frustrating. There's a lady Tristan. Look at this. She's a lady singer. Uh, oh, wow. A lady singer. So she could be baby. Baby, baby Tristan. <laughs> God, this sounds like the worst like late night television <laughs> show ever. Like the worst show ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we'll round up all the Tristan Mayors and we'll yeah we'll make, we'll make a super group. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go on tour. Yeah, all right. Well, it's kind of shitty that he gets like he gets out from under you and like snags every single one of them. Well, and for for all of you Tristan Mayors that aren't this guy, you know, that aren't scary Tristan, you you all have to suffer under this because he snagged up all the social media stuff. I know. Yeah, that sucks. I know it pissed me it off when I saw like, that he was on IMDb. I'm like, oh, I could do like like I'm ever going to, but it's like I could have that, but no, he already took it. Yeah, he took it. He has like a like a cinematic credit like for nothing, <laughs> a made up one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for thing, like extra number four yeah. in his own movie, guy in ball cap. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, yeah, so huh. yeah, and if everyone's gonna look up Tristan Mayers, they're gonna see they're gonna see this guy instead of me because obviously they're looking me up. Yeah, everybody's yeah. Not, looking not you this up. Guy. They meet you, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Who's that guy?" Or Tristan yeah. Mayer, Home Improvement, out of Pennsylvania. That's yeah, another guy. That, that, that guy. <laughs> so all of you other Tristans, you're all suffering under this guy. Like, what if you guys all ganged up? Do you, have you ever mm. thought about rounding up the other Tristan Mayers to take this one down a notch? Well, when we form our super group, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna split up at some point, right? And uh, and then you're gonna take him that's down. True. I'm looking yeah. at this. So this Tristan Mayer, who just has the straight up is Tristan this scary? Mayer? Let's, let's Keep them straight. So this is scary, this is, Tristan. No, this is just straight up Tristan Mayer without a uh, uh, underscore. Give him a name, name though. Uh, this is well. He's just an. I was going to say the reason I was bringing this up is because he hasn't been on Twitter since 2007. Oh, that's and he's only done five tweets. Oh, that's just, just camping rude. on it. Son of a bitch. That's okay. just rude. Okay. All right. Boy, I'm not if, sure. If you don't use it, you got you're going to lose it. I mean, that's how it should be. If you don't, if you don't. Use the handle. Yeah, but it like doesn't really years. work that way. Doesn't really well, that work like that way. That was like when we had T.J. Miller in, and that. Oh yeah, one, there's somebody who has. There's T. J. a Miller. woman who has T.J. Miller who hasn't 
written anything on Twitter since like 2011 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is really weird that I have so much. Now I'm going to have all this search history of looking up Tristan Mayer on my. Uh, so what's different than yesterday? <laughs> on my Google account. Wow. See, I told you. I mean, people are looking me up, and they're going to run into the, they're going to run into this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There are a lot of you out there. So I think you guys should though gang up and and, and get what, back. And take at this out guy. the top Tristan. Well, take out the top. You got to be the top dog. Yeah. yeah. And we'll make see. sure you're in place to take his place. Right. Make them think that you're on the same level as them. It's all going to be like a, you know, we're all going to work together well, at Tristan only, Mayer's yeah. and we'll share it. But really, you're just setting yourself up to take down him and take his place. Yeah. Now, the guy that, and owns, then you shove the rest the guy that owns TristanMayer.com, see, what we have to do is devalue the name. Bring it down a notch. Yeah. Wait, how do you, do you value your own name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. we got to force him out. So, deva- so, him. so make the name a terrible name to have. Wait, Make so- it synonymous with something terrible. Okay, that's not a bad idea. So I have to go. Uh, this Wait, guy's so in. Uh, this guy's in Manchester. Uh-huh. Manchester. Manchester. Okay. Manchester. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go there and you just have- just do just terrible things. You're gonna. Do- what kind of terrible <laughs> things? Are you I don't know. I don't know. So that he, he gets confused. He brought this on, not me. So you want to go to his hometown, do something awful, which yeah. I'm sure doesn't. Involve murdering anybody. Tristan's not saying on, uh, he's doing this for satirical purposes. He's not going sure. to Manchester and murdering anybody. Sure, no, yeah, but, but you, you got to you got to knock this guy down. His yeah. name, yeah. yeah. So that when By he's committing a crime in his hometown. So when he's trying to get a job, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, crime. you're that Tristan. Oh, you're Tristan Mayor. Yeah, oh. maybe not a crime. Just be like a complete asshole. But like to people that you know, and then direct to, like, people like, to the like website if they have to check my ID or something <laughs> like that. Like Tristan Mayer. Okay. I'm Tristan fucking Mayer. <laughs> TristanMayer.com. Look me up. Like, I'm a big fucking deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do then, that. Yeah, then eventually uh, he's just going to have to change his name. It's also being noted some other options that you have. You could uh, masturbate in public. Uh, that's that's one thing. Oh, that's good. That would devalue yeah. the name. Uh, someone else suggested the Manchester Poopa. Oh yeah, you could. Although that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a fleeting, that's a fleeting uh, celebrity. People will yeah. remember though in in yeah. Manchester, in his hometown, it'll be remembered. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, you don't even necessarily have to go to Manchester because the beauty of the internet is you could do this from anywhere. Mm-mm, I disagree. What do you I mean? disagree. I think that Why? Tristan's on the right track because you need to have the place where the other Tristan lives yep. tied in. With the name Tristan Mayer. Yep. Uh, you have to synonymous. because if people, it, they we, totally we, have to be synonymous. We all know that there, we, like we there's, just looked at, there's a bunch of Tristan Mayers running around out there. Right. But there's not like two from Manchester. So if you were there doing it, you would just assume it was that guy. Exactly. exactly. If you look up Tristan okay. Mayer, okay. Manchester. And so like if Tristan, for example, decides to take it upon himself to poop in the streets of Manchester. Right. And then you'd have to get caught. Hypothetically. You would have to get caught though. And so your name would be out there. Yeah. Yeah. But you're oh, willing yeah, to sacrifice get, uh, it. I get caught. <laughs> that's half the fun. Oh, that's a promise. <laughs> I want to get Wow, caught. I've never seen Tristan sound more confident about anything than his determination to get caught pooping in the streets of Manchester. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's name is going to be ruined. <laughs> this. All right, so that's and that. Then, you should do what- then I go through the long process of building the name. <laughs> Tristan, what else you could do too? You could mess with this online persona, like see all the people that are writing him on Twitter, and then just respond Start to what they're writing from your account. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, it yeah. seems like a lot of people write to him. Like, yeah. I'm looking at this. He has some back and forth, so just monitor what people are writing to him, and then just get their handle and then write them back from your account. Yeah, that's possible. Poach all of his friends. You could even put his picture as your profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Oh, oh my god! Oh. 
genius. Yes, and then get in a Twitter battle with him. I'm the real Tristan. No, I'm the real Tristan. Don't trust this imposter. Oh, start, rum- <clears throat> start rumors that he's slowly losing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Nobody yeah. can work with him because, yeah, right. he's really I don't know, man. Him. It's just not worth the risk. You're like the other facet of his personality. Yeah. <laughs> You're like other Tristan. You're I'm a bad Tristan. Tristan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be bad Tristan. So there, there we go. That's, uh, that's, that's clearly what you have to do. He has really left me with no choice. Yeah, you've got to take him I down. Mean, he really has cornered you. I, yeah. On behalf of all of the other Tristan mayors, I think it's up to you to make a stand here. Guys, you seem like the one that'll do guys it. Guys and lady, uh, <laughs> I'm, doing this, I'm doing this for us. Wow, you're standing up for everybody. You're standing up for all the Tristans of the world. Right. Yeah. All right. Tristans of the world. <laughs> <laughs> all the Tristans of the world. <laughs> Mayor up your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad we got that all figured out. We we did get that squared away. Yeah. And then after you're done with that, though, then we have to get back to what I've been talking about on the show is our uh, old Portland tours. Yeah, that, which, m- that might have to wait uh, until I bring the name back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. You're going to kind of ruin some of that. If you do that. something really bad, it would be ter- perfectly in sync with like doing a terrible mm, yeah. alcohol because that's where all the terrible people go. You have to live on the outskirts. Right. On That's the true. outskirts of society. You gotta oh, yeah. know your market. You gotta know your market. Uh-huh. I'm so, afraid that you guys are going to get shot and or stabbed. Well, just to explain well, this on the show, so we Tristan <laughs> yeah. and I have taken it upon ourselves to create our own our own uh, bar tours of going to the shittiest bars we can find yes. in different sections of mostly East Portland so far. Yeah. And we've done two of these. Yep. And, and I think pretty successful. We've seen a lot oh, of yeah. lot of meth users. Um, it's been great. We saw the guy with the uh, the sequin tuxedo. Yeah, sequin tuxedo for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to a place where you needed a key to use the bathroom. And then also went to a bar where the lock to the bathroom was on the outside. Yeah. So you could lock people in. <laughs> that That's one I just find scary. That was, that was unnerving. That scariest, was unnerving. The scariest bar I've ever been to with a lock on the outside, except for it was, it was a bar on Alberta. It's long gone. Do you remember where it had the, you had to be buzzed in? Do you remember oh, that no. one? It had where a, was it? It had a gate. It had a gate. It was on Alberta. I can't remember the name of the bar. It was really sketchy. Um, and it was, it was a really scary bar, but you had to buzz like you had to hit a buzzer, the door was locked, wow. and they had to come in, check you out, check your ID, and then they'd let you in. Huh. Like it was barred and screened. Okay, yeah. The bathroom has its own bouncer. No, it was to get in, into the actual bar. Was uh, the bar okay. even? No, good? It, was, it was just. I mean, it was interesting because you had yeah. to get scanned to go in. It there. seems like a lot of work just to make it look cool when mm, really yeah. nobody, no, I don't. I don't nobody's think was, trying to get in there. No, it wasn't trying to look cool. It was really a terrible area at mm. that point. They were trying. It's to, being noted, maybe it was on Killingsworth. Okay, it might have been on Killingsworth. I know it was somewhere in like north or northeast. Okay. But yeah, that bar was scary. Killingsworth, I can see. Yeah. But I've never seen a bathroom door locking from the outside. That would... It was weird. I would not feel comfortable going in I went in there to use it, yeah, and and I went to lock the door, and I'm like, oh, and and I could reach over with my foot, so I had my foot just against the door in case I heard somebody rustling there trying to lock me in and Uh, then do God knows what with me. It's like hearing someone outside of a porta potty. Like, you know they might be up to no good. Yeah, but you can lock that. You're locking yourself in. You're you have control. I didn't have control of the lock. They could have yeah. locked me in. Yeah, that's the thing. You go in to use the restroom, you don't know if you're coming back out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They could just nope. This is a good place to be trapped because that would be the one, you know, necessity if you're trapped in a room. Maybe. There's a toilet in there. Maybe there's another door in there that opens up. I don't know, but anyway, that was one of the places we went to. And so these tours, you know, uh G&T's old Portland tour, yeah. G&T's OPT <gasps> Oh, for anybody else, sorry, who remembers that bar, uh, Nipples in the Chat just reminded me, the Paragon, that was the name of the bar. The one that you uh, went to? Yeah, okay. the one with the lock front. I know that would probably okay. drive other people crazy, too. Okay. The Paragon, yeah. All right. So, 
So I think though we need to start these up and actually get them get them going because I don't know what the legal ramifications yeah, people are. People keep writing you because we have our you know we both get the fun employment radio emails. Yeah, Greg oh, yeah. gets a ton of emails a day from people like I want to do that. I want to do that tour. Yeah, well, and I'm last night several people wanted to. People are looking me up. They're probably sending emails to this other guy. <laughs> that other guy's getting <laughs> yeah. emails like, hey man, Aww. I want to go in your pub crawl. <laughs> He's so lonely on New Year's Eve. Um, but yeah, I think this is something that we could uh, we could. All right, honestly, maybe, is this uh, something that okay? Well, first, you guys need to be very careful when you do this because you know no, what people, you know what people out there. Oh, there'll there, be waivers. They're going to be, wa- but they will not be amused like these people who are running bars and businesses and things that you are deeming shitty. No, we're, we're treating them like a zoo. I know, like they will not be. They're not going to be amused at the fact that you're like bringing like bringing no. people out to show them the creatures of deep southeast. <laughs> well, most no. of the places that we go, there's like literally like two other people. In the yeah, bar. yeah, it'll be pretty. They're, uh, they're going to be thankful for the business, uh, unless it's a front. Well, yeah, that could be true. Oh, oh, there was yeah. one of them we went into that we didn't yeah. even stay at. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure that was a front. Oh, definitely. It was just full of uh, probably about six looking like uh, mid-20s to early-30s dudes all by themselves playing uh, pool in yep. a cash-only bar. And as soon as you walk in, they all stare at you. Oh, hell no. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a drug deal. Was, that, that, the, was that, that the scary one that you said that I should never go into? No, but it's a different... It's you also it. shouldn't go in this. Yeah. Way. yeah. There, there's, there's a corner. You just shouldn't go. Yeah. Tandy bar over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it would have to be a waiver. And you, the thing is, the key is on doing these things too. You gotta, you gotta blend in like as much as you can. If they notice you too much, then you're going to get caught. It's like you go into a cage with wild animals. You play it cool. You don't be calm. Right, you're already don't look anybody the in the people eye. to wild animals. Well, so, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are they chewing, <laughs> yeah. On, are they chewing we, on a carcass? We, in there's the a alley? lot of hey. meth and crack out there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of meth and crack. Oh yeah. So you just got meth crack. Aren't they the same they're thing? No, they're diff. They're different. I think. Yeah, those are two different things. But I think they do the same thing. So yeah, you got to be. Uh, you know, you don't make a lot of eye contact. You keep your head low, but then you can observe. Once you get situated and they become comfortable with you being in there, then they'll stop paying attention to you, and then you can observe them. So then you can look around. It's like, okay, they've calmed down. You're in the scene. It's like those people that uh, um, you know walk up to like bears or like lions, prides of lions. You know, and if you play it cool, they're not really going to bother you. They'll be like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's okay, always whatever. a crapshoot. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, really- <laughs> you could get stabbed. I mean, I'm not going to say you can't. We're not going to say it's never going to happen. No. Probably that somebody be, will. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, we're going to kind of promise it. It's, it's going to happen at some yeah, point. At some point, yeah. Someone will get stabbed. Yeah. Um, you What? No, you cannot tell people that someone's going to, all right, which one of us is going to get stabbed tonight? Well, well not every night, but yeah. in the, as this runs its course. Yeah, at eventually. Some point, I mean, the further out you go yeah. in Portland, yeah, it's it's bound to happen. But those are going to be the most interesting places. So that's why, you know, it's high risk, high reward kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Wow. It's worth yeah. it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. So G&T's OPT. The odds Are of you being the one getting stabbed, very minimal. Uh-huh. Very minimal. So you're going to say, so you're saying that Greg would not shove somebody in front of him if someone's coming at him with oh, a knife. Oh, it's every, yeah. every man for yeah. himself, you know, if that happens. So how many that's bars we have would... to stake out the places beforehand so we know where the exits are. Yeah, exactly. So that's why you need us for your tour guides. Yeah. We will know. What are you guys going to do? Like, what are you, what are you going to do as it, on G&T's uh, old Portland guided tours? Old Portland tour. Sorry, old Portland tour. Yeah, working I'm working so, title. So, okay, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. GTOPT. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, so what do they get? So what do people get when they go? So like say you- Well, that's a good question. Like are you going to have so a vehicle that you, that. you, that you uh, <laughs> like cart everybody around in? Is it going to be a walking tour since you'll be drinking? Oh, uh, there will be buses. We'll take uh, public transportation, you know, uh, yeah. along the way. Oh, so it's- 
All right. It's that, a the, that it's a legitimate along. Portland experience, and I think that's what people are. A lot of people are lacking. You know, they come to Portland and they go go downtown, or you go to your fancy places you see on Portlandia mm-hmm. or whatever. That's not real Portland. Oh, people yeah, want to get to know the go city. Go to a bar on Belmont. Yeah. Oh, yay! Congratulations. It looks like every other bar. Yeah. We're going to the original people. Like this is when this is like when people, you know, some people go on like cruise ships and do that kind of touring. Some people get off of the cruise and walk around with the locals to get a much more enriching. They want to go on the mean streets a lot. Yeah, it's a much more enriched yeah. uh, rewarding experience rather than going to the same shops like going on Belmont or Hawthorne or something like that that everybody goes on. No, you get to get off of that and see how the locals live. And this is what we're going to provide for you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's for the adventurer. How it, many How many it's bars? An, it's an experience. How many yeah. bars in a night? Mm. At least four. Yeah. I would say four, four to seven. Depends. What are you offering yeah. Yeah. With, a, with the tour? A chance to like live dangerously in Southeast Portland. Get to see the places you've always wondered about on the cusp yep. of Gresham. Yeah. yeah, actually, part of this is because I grew up uh, out one twenty second way, mm-hmm. and so part of this is going to some of the bars that I've always driven past but never stopped in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's kind of it, uh-huh. it's more for me than for anybody else. It You're kind, kind of, of like fun. an urban explorer. Yeah. Well, at this we've point. always done that. I mean, for years, yeah. all of us have like. If we're riding the max, oh, you're trying to jump on. Uh, like, yeah, you just jump off the train and find a bar, and then like it could yep. be a gem, it could be a shithole, it could uh-huh. be a mixture of both. You never know. Right. Yeah, and see, now we are just uh, capitalizing on it. Yeah, like well, like the like the one uh, that we revisited uh, yes. this last weekend. Uh huh. That that place was pretty awesome. The first time was yeah, iffy. first time was pretty. Iffy. Oh, that place with the stairs to nowhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. and our buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I won't say their names, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll probably identify what it is. But yeah, yeah, that second time it was pretty good. Um, but you never know. You never know. Uh, let's see. Now, here. should we use our should we use our nicknames for this instead of G and T's? <laughs> I don't want to use my drop load. <laughs> what nickname. was your What was your nickname again, Tristan? Jonathan Quick Quicksilver. Yeah. Jonathan Quick Jonathan Quicksilver. So this is what dump load. <laughs> <laughs> was it dump load? <laughs> drop, drop load. load. <laughs> I honestly keep oh, thinking it's so dump load. Better. That's so much better. Get it right. My nickname Sarah. will not be dump load. So this is the place where we went, and one of the old men gave us <laughs> nicknames, and that is the nickname he chose for me was drop load for some reason. Dump load. It wasn't dump load. <laughs> I seriously, sorry. I thought God. it was dump load. I wasn't making that up. <laughs> sorry, drop load is so much better. Let's yes. just do that. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're embracing your nickname now. <laughs> drop load and Johnny Quicksilver's <laughs> night of fun. Um. Yeah, so so anyway, this is something we're thinking about. If you're interested in going on one of these tours, uh, send us an email. Is this something you're going to make people pay for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we risked our lives scouting you these places what? out. You know A lot of people do like to live dangerously because yeah. we do have some like yeah. very, you know, like some of our listeners, they're like a lot cleaner and they're like fancier than us. Uh-huh. Like what if they want to see like the nitty gritty yeah. underground, underbelly of the... On the belly of and we'll have suggestions on how you dress. You know, you don't want to dress up too much because you'll stand out. They're going right to be away. wearing like trashy disguises. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. We're going to show you how to dress like. And us. by the way, here's yeah. the other thing, though. Bring your wallet chain. And and these bars <laughs> don't wash your hair. There's a code of silence. These bars can't know that's what we're doing because I don't think they'd want us advertising that we're taking you on a shitty, scary tour of Portland and then going to their establishment. So they can't know. It's got to be Quicksilver. It's got to be have quiet. Been to the Stop checkered, calling me Dublin. Have you guys been to the checkered? flag it's being asked uh, i think maybe we should stop by there tonight uh we have been to the checkered flag at one point yeah we there's i see where the address is we did stop in a few around there uh um, we do uh i was actually before we uh before we started recording uh i was looking mapping out 
Uh, one of the routes? For, yeah, for next time. One of the tours. Oh, cool. Excellent. Excellent. Can I go with you guys? No. Nope. Uh, well, you can pay. Yeah. I'm not going to pay. You're going to be our first oh, customer? Well, then, no. obviously not, the answer is no. No, because I know that if it came down to it and somebody's running at me with a knife, like, and it comes between, oh, like... Oh, you're going to protect us? No, if it comes between, like, me being stabbed or one of you, you guys are going to, like, run out the back door and I'm going to be sitting there with, like, holes getting poked in me. Well, you can yeah. sign a waiver, I suppose. Yeah. There's some paperwork that's There's, be We're definitely going to have to work out some paperwork. Yeah. But either way, it is uh, certainly uh, certainly an option. So send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. I think we should do some research tonight. We should do some shitty bar research. I um, yeah. Let's just we'll we'll put that out there. We'll put that in the in the maybe file. <laughs> you are such a jerk. I are like you supposed the- to be in Seattle? <laughs> 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 yeah, doesn't your sister have to like take a pill and squeeze out a candy? With the rolling pin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so dislike you. <laughs> um, I feel like Edward a little in the sister chat. being like, "Can I? But can I go? Can I go?" <laughs> Edward's in the chat saying, "Don't women usually get in for free? The places we go, there's no covers. Oh no, <laughs> if, that, <laughs> they're, that, they're not going to make you pay to that get in there. It's it marked off the list. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, they're we, they're wanting you to go. We go aren't in there. paying to go in anyway. <laughs> no." <laughs> Hello, my friends, except for Tristan and Greg. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I have an update. Of course, it wouldn't be world of crazy lately without a cheese story. Right. Got, a, got an update on the upsetting McDonald's mozzarella stick story that I had yesterday. Oh, wait. What? Recap. What was the story Oh, my again? gosh. Where people are getting upset, upset, because McDonald's mozzarella sticks that they're offering do not, in fact, have mozzarella inside of them. They're basically just deep fried air. And it is just causing a huge controversy. That's right. I forgot. This is what you're making your stand mozzarella. on. Yes. Yeah, this is your. How disappointed would you be? This is if your you got cause. mozzarella sticks with no mozzarella. Tristan, you're a fellow mozzarella stick lover. Indeed. Mm-hmm. How disappointed would you be if, like, those delicious mozzarella sticks we had yesterday, what if there was no mozzarella inside I'd burn of them? You'd burn the place to the ground. You'd burn it to the ground. <laughs> And that's what people are wanting Tristan to do. Or <laughs> the one that I'm lives in from Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> you got to work on your British accent, though. Do I? <laughs> yes. Greg can talk old timey. You talk British. It's okay. <laughs> That'll be part of the tour. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, McDonald's is now issuing a public apology after customers are demanding mozzarella sticks that actually contain cheese. Now, McDonald's said they don't know how the mozzarella is escaping from the breading, but they do say it starts with it, but they don't know what's happening. Uh, McDonald's offered their apology, um, let's see, yesterday. Uh, said, we are aware of uh, some guest concerns about our mozzarella cheese sticks. A spokeswoman for McDonald's said in an emailed statement to the Chicago Tribune, uh, she continues, in these instances, we believe that the cheese melted out during the baking process in our kitchens and should not have been served. We apologize to any customers who may have been affected. We are working to fix this may in our restaurant. May have been affected. Like, their lives, like, <laughs> the, the trauma they had to go through. <laughs> if your trauma is, like, There's mozzarella. no cheese <laughs> in my <laughs> In my $1 order of mozzarella sticks. Things must be going pretty well for you if that's, <laughs> yeah. that's going to ruin your day. Everybody's got to find a problem. So. Well, this is quite, causing quite the to-do. Now people have reached out to McDonald's asking for more details on their mozzarella stick cooking process. <laughs> Who is reaching out? Who really cares <laughs> no that much? Like, I demand answers. How did this happen? Who do we talk to? Like, let's get a federal legislation know, going. If, like, if that happened to you, wouldn't you just be like, 
oh shit, there's no cheese in it. Yeah. Gross. And Won't then, order those again. That's the end. And then, yeah. The yeah. story ends right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want my dollar back. <laughs> I demand answers. <laughs> what, what, These what, are uh, just sticks. What answers are you going to get that are going to make you happy about this? Uh. <laughs> like Rick in the chat, when you were being a jerk to me right before I started... Um, World of Crazy. What? Rick and the Jet said dump loads giving that lady podcaster a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up. Um, this is something I want to like do something. I just as picture a- that what you just read though in like uh, <laughs> uh, Merle Haggard's voice or whoever it is. Do it your old timey voice. No, that. for the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> was that Merle Haggard? No, that was um, somebody else. But anyway, uh, Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Yeah. <laughs> that top load's giving that lady podcaster a hard time. <laughs> we'll find out after the break what happened. <laughs> Ew. Like, okay, never mind. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Too many tangents. <laughs> Next up. It's all right. Today's. <laughs> we're lucky that we're able to talk as much as we can. <laughs> Let's just let it flow. Next up, an Irish photographer was able to sell a picture that he took of a potato for $1 million. A million dollars for a goddamn picture of a goddamn potato. Photo of a potato? Uh, a celebrity photographer, so I guess you need to have a reputation for... Um, Why? Was able to sell a photo of a potato to a European businessman for $1.08 million. So this uh, man, he's an Irish photographer. His name is Kevin uh, Kevin Abosh. He's a photographer known for his portraits of famous subjects, including Steven Spielberg, amongst others. Uh, he said a European businessman spotted his picture named potato number 345 hanging in his Paris apartment last year and purchased the print for 1.08 million dollars so uh he's taken you know pictures of countless yeah it looks like he does headshots basically I wish I had potato picture money I want potato picture money it's just a pic that's it's, it. It's, yeah, that's it. It really is it right just now. a picture it's just, of it. I'm not. That's why I. Saw and the on picture. top of that, it's already online. Why would I need to pay for it? Yeah, you could just print it out. Yeah. Slap a frame on it. There you go. Uh, I will hit print, and now I have a million dollar photo hanging in my house. Well, Abosh, you should actually have that framed in your house. I kind of should. Yeah. <laughs> we probably all should. Yeah. Uh, just out of principle, let's all print out pictures of the potato and hang it on our walls. Well, we're cultured people. Yeah, yeah. we are. It's very true. Uh, so Abosh, who normally charges up to five hundred thousand dollars for a portrait. Said the sale was the biggest of his career. So uh, he goes on to talk about the potato. Jesus, fuck. A what, potato. Th- what's the big deal about this I potato? Did, there's nothing. There's nothing about it. He snapped the picture of the pot- uh, potato in an organic Irish garden in 2010. Uh, made three, I'm already falling asleep hearing about made this Made three prints for it. <laughs> Abosh explaining his douchey potato picture says, oh, I, see co- I was going to try and do an Irish accent. Oh, you, now you have to. You know. I know. Let's hear, let's hear it. And, and it's not offensive because I am Irish. All right, you can audition to be a part of the tour, but you got to have a character or something. you got to bring yeah. something to the table. Yeah. What would I bring? Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're, we're trying to figure I, that out. All, I can, all I'm thinking is if I'm going <laughs> out with That's what I want to know. All right, kid, give us your Irish accent. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it anymore. <laughs> I see commonalities between... I don't know how to do it. Oh, my Irish God, accent. what was that? Give what me a, was I'm trying that? to think of, like, a leprechaun. Furly, furly, furly. Furly, furly, furly. He said, furly, 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 furly. 
<laughs> potato farty farty. <laughs> um, his, his potato picture. <clears throat> his potato picture will be the 15th most expensive potato or photo ever taken. Wow, you're losing it. There's no way you'll handle this tour. <sighs> I don't know what my character this should be. This is even a, a controlled environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do when you're thrown into the room full of methods? Like, how are you going to handle yourself? This is <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't. I know. I don't know what I'm supposed to play. If we're going to bars in like the hundreds, and let me say one other thing too. Two other guys. One other thing too. Why you would not be so good on this? You talk way too much to the to some of the locals. Some of the places we go to. I make friends. See, yeah, oh. that's, that's the problem. That is we, the problem. You're not there to make friends. Yeah, we're there to observe. Yeah. I made some nice friends last time. You got lucky. Yeah. You got lucky. Which I'm still supposed to drive a limo for that guy. Is that what happened that night? Yeah, I'm still not. I'm not clear of. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> he's, he's like, "Here, we'll all go out again. You can drive my limo." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." I don't think he had a limo. I oh, believe he, he, he had, had a limo. Eighty-four Cadillac. I was gonna limo. say the quality oh. of the limo might be. Yeah, this, <laughs> something no, to this be is like, <clears throat> yeah, like a salvage yard limo, probably. Uh, that's all right. I, any yeah. limo, all that's right. all right with me. A limo almost as old as I am. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, a woman in Texas is making the news because she is selling jewelry made from breast milk. At a Lake Jackson, Texas, a Texas mother with a talent for crafting. She's a crafty mom, guys. She's into crafting. Oh, goodness. Is offering breastfeeding mothers unusual keepsakes jewelry made from their very own breastesis milk. Now, Bridget Bordeaux, 24 years young, a Lake Jackson stay-at-home mom of two, says the idea to create crafts from breast milk arose from her love of breastfeeding her two sons. She uh, loves it. She loves it. That's Bridget Bordeaux yeah. says, you're up all night sometimes and it can be painful, but it's so beautiful. You know, it's such a peaceful time with just you and your baby. So she really enjoys it. Uh, Bordeaux says that and she, she needs created... needs to tell everyone about it. She created her first piece of breast milk jewelry for herself and soon found herself inundated with requests when she shared photos of her work on Facebook. She said, I create breast milk who jewelry really, by myself. Who, who inundated her with requests? I debuted it in a small Facebook group that I was in for mothers, and they responded very well, and the orders just started pouring in, <laughs> just like the breast milk from my breasts. Bordeaux said in the process uh, that it involves adding a preservative to the milk and allowing it to sit in the refrigerator for about a week. The process. Ew! Whatever, I've got to get through this. The process turns the milk into you a pliable solid that can be shaped and colored before covered in a top coat resin that hardens and protects the milk. It's no longer in liquid form and it will not rot or smell after it's preserved. Ew. Each breast milk pearl is a different shade of cream, so white, uh, too white, so you're getting what came from you. No two breast milk pearls are alike. She said to have orders, uh, her orders have been, why do they keep saying pouring in? That's like the third time it's said in this. Since she unveiled uh, the Jobri Milk Charms. Jobri Milk Charms about a year ago. Uh, Miss Bordeaux says, I have milk from Indonesia, Canada, Britain, France, all over the world. I receive milk every day. She says each piece is unique. When she makes breast jewelry, she's often uh, told the stories of how the mothers overcome struggles. <laughs> is this story still going? We're still talking about and this? grew closer to their child throughout the breast milk journey. With each pearl, it represents so many things for so many women. When people buy their breast milk jewelry from me, 
I get their stories, and a lot of their stories are important and empowering. There's like four people that have ordered from her. Ordell says she recently branched out to but creating. Pouring in. Yeah. Pouring in. Oh. You, again, you you chose this story. I didn't read it all the way through. Well, we were too busy singing Hotline Bling. I didn't get a chance to <laughs> thoroughly you vet just saw my story. Jewelry, and you were like, <laughs> I'm "Yep, like, sure, yep, sure." All right. Bordeaux says she's even recently branched out to creating jewelry from hair, umbilical umbilical cords, and placentas. That's just Gross, uh, that's why? enough. That's I enough. hope the pieces will bring them comfort, knowing that their babies are close to their heart. And finally. There is a woman living on our planet that believes that she is actually a cat trapped in a human body. What? Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. Can you give us the headline on that one now that you're done with the terrible story again? A woman believes that she is a cat trapped in a human body. Okay. Do we know this person? We don't. Her name is not Jessica. Okay. Her name is not Jessica. Uh, So this woman says she is a cat trapped in the wrong body. And she can tell because she hisses at dogs, hates the water, and claims that she can even see better at night. Now, this woman's name, she goes by Nano. Nano wants to live her life fully as the feline she thinks she is. Now, uh, Nano is Norwegian, and she has always felt a bit like a cat, but now she's taken that feeling to the next level. Now, Nano claims she realized she was a cat when she was 16 years old and has adopted the feline mannerisms ever since. She's now 20, old enough to come to her senses, yet still insists on this crazy cat farce. She's opened her life up about uh, about her life as a cat, describing how she has a superior sense of hearing and sight, which allows her to hunt mice in the dark. And she claims to possess many feline characteristics, including a hatred of water and the ability to communicate by meowing. Jesus Christ. Now, you, now you're sounding a little judgy. I'm. T- I don't we don't. Know, we don't know if this is. We this don't know if she's true. not a cat trapped in a woman's body. Exactly. That's who am I? <laughs> exactly. Who am I to take that away from Nana? You don't know her. Struggle. Yeah, don't. Judge. I don't know Nana's struggle. struggle. I don't nope. know her struggle. Nope. All right. Well, uh, so Nano shows off her cat characteristics by wearing fake cat ears and a cat tail. She communicates by meows. Rick in the chat is suggesting you do the rest of the story in a Norwegian voice. Don't they sound kind of... What do they sound like, Sarah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please tell us. Right <laughs> what do Norwegian... I want to hear your guess on, on uh, Are Norwegian. Are gruff? Do they sound kind of gruff? Like, <laughs> They're not German. What, are you saying Germans are gruff? Wow. That's yes. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I picture it kind of grunty. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please give us that. your Norwegian <laughs> no, accent. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> This might be what you're really good at. We just don't this know. This could it be. Yet. Yeah. Like, I didn't know I could paint dogs until I painted a picture of a dog. Exactly. Maybe you, Maybe you could do a killer <laughs> Norwegian <laughs> accent. <laughs> Let's hear Nor- it. I realized when I was a cat, when I was 16. Is that, a, is that good? Yeah, that's more Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say we need to hear more of it, though. I don't know. Give me, you have to give me a basic Norwegian accent. Well, I want to hear yours. That's no, the thing. I want to hear yours. You're creating it. No, you tell me yours, uh, and then I'll do it. Find something in Norwegian <laughs> on there. <laughs> All right, I'll find something in Norwegian. <laughs> um, I would say it's probably more like Swedish. Well, yeah, you know, it would be. Yeah, it'd be near Swedish. near that. I realized when I was a cat when, when I was. When you put 16. the turkey in the pot, 
<laughs> what is this like the most racist show ever? Jesus Christ! I realized I was a cat when I we have we have listeners in Norway too that have written before, so I'm sure they're gonna. We love them all. Yeah. No, this is just us being stupid. We're not making fun of your culture. I'm making fun of this girl though. She's a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this girl. Yeah, this yeah. one. We're making fun of this She's one. She's a piece of work. All right. So Nano says, I realized I was a cat when I was 16 when doctors and psychologists found out what was the thing with me. Under my birth, there was a genetic defect. Oh, let's see. So there's a video that she posted on YouTube, which was viewed over 100,000 times, where Nano is explaining that she is actually a cat. And part of the video, she's walking through Oslo's central station where the presenter asked Nano what she could hear that a normal person might not. Uh, Nano says, suitcases rolling on the ground, keys clinking in pockets. What, people nobody with, could hear that? People really? with ice under their shoes. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nano lets out a hiss and takes a step back. There's a dog over there, Nano explains. Sometimes I hiss when meeting dogs in the street. It's because of their behavior and my instinct automatically reacts by hissing. Nano likes to wear a pair of pink fluffy paws with which to groom herself and feels especially like doing so when she makes contact with water. When asked if she was born the wrong species, Nano says, Yes, born in the wrong species. Now, Nano prefers to crawl around on her hands and knees and paws at windows when she wants to go outside. She also said, despite her human size, she can sleep in the sink and on windowsills. It's also obvious that I'm a cat when I start purring and meowing, she explains, and walking around on four legs and stuff like that. That totally makes her a cat, you guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. Makes her a cat. You think of all the qualifications you need to be a cat, that nails it. It's pretty much just walking on all fours. Makes sense. Bam, cat. All right. Uh, She says, I could see better in the dark than the daylight. That's no problem. I've, uh, I've been running after a lot of animals. That can be seen in the shadows. She's, like, chasing people's pets and shit. That's not cool. Uh, Nano has a friend named Sven who also has a cat personality. Uh, Nano confirms, yes, Sven is human but has someone in his head that is a cat, and I am born as a cat. The young woman lives her, uh, said her life as a cat was exhausting, but she doesn't want to live as a human. She said her psychologist told her that she would eventually grow out of it, but she doubts it. She thinks that she will be a cat all of her life. Take that, you educated idiot. She told you, psychologist. She's going to be a cat, and you can't stop her. Yeah. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. What are you doing over there? I, I have something I wanted to play. What? I think it's something that will help us all out. Him? Here are some tips for a general Norwegian accent. Go all the way for it and then knock it back for some more authenticity. But go all the way for the caricature if you want. So first we look at the oral posture. Um, So I'm going to say a phrase in my Norwegian accent. And I want you to try to identify what the oral posture is. Okay. I went to high school in Norway. I went to high school in Norway. I went to high school in Norway. Normal. What, what Did you notice that there's some tension in my lip? I've been to high school in Norway. I've been to high school in Norway. Oh, I'm really good at that. Now let's take a look at some sound changes for the Norwegian accent. Well, the first one you probably hear is that W to V mm-hmm. uh, transition. Yes. Norway mm-hmm. becomes Norway. 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 High school in Norway. I went to high school in Norway. So give that a shot. I went to high school. I did it. Norwegian girl. Of course you did. You were the weird guy that dated all the foreign exchange students. Yeah. She thinks she was a cat. No, she did not. What's her name, Nonna? 
No, I can't Sometimes remember her name. Nano? What was it? Nano. Uh, like in the word pretty. pretty. I went to high school in Norway. I would say it was pretty normal. Pretty Not normal? I went to high school in Norway. I would say it was pretty normal. I went to high school in Norway. I would say it was pretty normal. Oh, it's so good. Normal. So you've got to sort of investigate that for yourself and see when a tapped R feels right. And you'll know when it feels right if you're in the oral posture. Also notice that there's no schwa sound. Schwa. That uh American sound in words like normal, mul, mul, uh, become in your Norwegian accent normal. 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 So normal. what's the musicality of this? It's a friendly accent. Yes, there's some upward inflection. Friendly accent? There. What else do you notice? Oh, Listen shit. to some native I'm totally going to be a Norwegian voice actor. And let them Listen tell to the you shit. what the musicality of their accent is. And then I went give to it a school in Norway. All right. Well, there we go. We all learned a little bit right there. Wow. I went to high school in Norway. Yes, I learned that I have an amazing Norwegian accent, and I also found... So is that what you're going to do when we... Yeah, is this what you're bringing to the table? I'm going yeah. to be from Norway. Actually, I think we're going out this wrong angle. Instead of being... Uh, forget the whole Norwegian thing. Mm. Uh, you need to pretend to be a cat. I need to be a cat? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a possibility. Oh. That, I, t- I took the wrong thing at that story. <laughs> yeah. That would it distract went, from everyone else. Veered off the course. Yeah. So that way we could sit and observe because all of the crazy people would... Um, would go after you, yeah. but I don't. But I'm not an actor. I don't, and I don't identify. No, you'd be as a the cat. bait to lure them out. Yeah, it's like when you go again, like at a zoo, when they throw in like a gazelle into the lion's den, and everybody watches it. You know, get stalked and all that stuff. Yeah, that's you'd be the gazelle. I, and I then don't we all get know. To I'm not going to do that. That's just not going to happen. Methods I mean, don't want to hunt. <laughs> don't, don't want to be fed. They want to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Um, I've got a quick little bit of ball talk here. Oh, we should do some ball there's talk. Some, there's some big games going on this weekend, huh? No. No. Oh. No. Well, it's kind of pointless to do ball no. talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it's a, it's a short ball talk, but Jesus, mainly I want to get um, to one of the... Uh, Things on here. I will say this: the NBA All Stars have been announced, so the backups have been announced. Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers not selected to be an All Star this year. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. Not, not, on not the, that surprising given no. the, uh, the record. Yeah, the Blazers aren't that good, and the people that were picked ahead of them, I can't really make a case for any of them to not be on there, other than Kobe Bryant. But that's fans voted him in. Mm. He was going to be in this last year. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, you can't. I, there's nobody on there that I could say shouldn't be on the All Star team. Like Tim Duncan wasn't even on the yeah. All Star team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it anyway, he's off. Uh, Sting is going to be the one of the performers for the NBA All Star game if at the at halftime. Sting. Sting. What the fuck? I didn't even know he still performed. I didn't know he had that. Uh, basketball fans were Sting fans. Yeah. So yeah, it is Sting is the halftime performance for the NBA All Star game. Last year it was Ariana Grande. That makes more sense. Yeah. Sting. Is he just going to sing like Roxanne over and over again? I don't know. Sting seems like more maybe Super Bowl halftime. <gasps> Sting would be Super Bowl. I guess because he's a little flashy, like a yeah. more Midwest yeah. people can like. Well, and that makes more sense than having Coldplay for yeah. Super God, that's still what a horrible baffling. decision. Terrible. Unless, it, but if it turns out to be awesome, I will take it, it back. But it's going to be. It won't. Horrible. Yeah. No, I can tell you it. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be. Uh, well, anyway, that is it. Sting is. Uh, 
is the halftime performer. <laughs> Keelan said some old person thought that everybody loves Sting. Oh, oh everybody <laughs> loves Sting. I talked to my wife about it, and my my sister, she loves Sting, too. We did research. My wife, Nancy, she, she told me that he's uh, the, the top of the charts right Nancy now. Nancy can't get enough of it. Nancy likes to shake a groove thing to Sting. Ew, or groove thing. Moving on to Ball Talk. <laughs> um, there is, you know what, I'm just going to skip to this final one. Because uh, I know we're, we're starting to run out of time. And this is just wonderful trolling that happened. So there, are, uh, there were two friends, and this actually happened. Now the story is just coming out. That one of them is a Denver Broncos fan. One of them is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And so these, these guys made, you know, they give each other crap uh, naturally during the NFL season. And the Broncos ended up beating the Steelers. So the Broncos fan... Gave his buddy a whole bunch of crap. I'm trying to pull up what their names are. It, it'll come up here in a second. But it, it, this is being reported in a lot of places, so it's, it's legitimate. So this, uh, this Broncos fan, Brian L- Lusk, that's his name, gave his buddy a whole lot of shit over, for like two or three days. While his Steelers friend decided to get a little bit of revenge on him and posted an advertisement in the newspaper saying 2100 square foot three bedroom two bath home in Erie for sale by owner and posted a picture of his buddy's house with the line with this this is the advertisement with it getting divorced leaving her with nothing will sell home for two tickets to the Super Bowl with airfare and lodging must act fast serious inquiries only Whoa. he listed his buddy's home and phone number <laughs> saying getting divorced uh, leaving her with nothing and posted that in the Jeez. paper that's it's kind of funny that's pretty great it's pretty good it's pretty good. So Brian Lusk has said he's received a number of phone calls asking if the ad was serious. Um, and uh, many people are interested. One man called saying the house would be perfect for his daughter and her new husband. He offered Lusk two tickets on the 45-yard line 20 rows back, along with first-class airfare and a suite at a hotel. That's good, but not as much worth as much as the house is. So his wife also confirmed that, no, he's not leaving me. We're not getting divorced. But that was that's some good trolling. I just got to say I appreciate it. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, you guys both appreciate a good trolling. Oh yeah, yeah. that is that is a great trolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good work, and I'm going to uh, take some inspiration from that. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, I'd have to say you two have been mildly amusing today. Yep. Yeah. Very. So mild. where are we going to go to tonight? I'm not going to Seattle, so don't say it again. <laughs> Unless I am. Actually, I haven't looked at my phone. No missed calls from pregnant sister. Uh, no, there's still time. Uh, yep. Probably check that one again. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. You're so mean. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for coming out last night to Bingo Night. It was so great. Um, it was our most successful one yet. Thank yeah. you so much. And here's Ugh. the deal. Because of that, we're going to be doing another one. So uh, And so we'll be doing another one in February, probably towards the end of February. We'll get a date for you next week. We'll, we'll announce the date. We just got to lock down a couple of things. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be doing another one. It it's, just keeps getting bigger. It's so much fun. And the prizes are getting are amazing. Huge thank you to Next Adventure for uh, for just being Next Adventure. Mm. They're just great. And for believing in us. Like yeah. They've been one of our longest sponsors, and they're always there to help us out. They're just they're, incredible. We love yeah, them. Yeah, they're, they're just great people. And they've got a bunch of events. I highly encourage you to go to uh, nextadventure.net or like them on Facebook. You can even write them and say, hey, thanks for supporting Fun Employment Radio. That's always cool stuff, too. Yeah. Um, that, we always appreciate that when you when people write sponsors or post pictures of stuff that sponsors have you know, d- done for us. And 
It just lets them know. Mm. It's it's always great. Uh, so yeah, go go to nextadventure.net. You can order online oh, and a big, there. A, or, and a shout out to um, to Bike Gallery too, because Kelly, the owner of Bike Gallery, was there last night. Yes, he was. Yes, <laughs> Which he was. was. Awesome! Like all of our sponsors it was great were all to see Kelly together. Yeah, yeah. It was so much fun. So nextadventure.net or like them on Facebook, and always feel free to to shoot messages or tag people on that. Please do. We're shameless. Brewery. Yeah, let yeah. them know that you heard about them from us. It helps us out. It helps us, uh, you know, keep everything going. And most importantly, thank you for listening. That mm-hmm. is the most important thing. We really appreciate it. So tomorrow. Tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Well, at uh, 10.30 will be Chronicles of the Nerds. Chronicles of the Nerds. Right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And that will be followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Yes. Wait. This guy's on that, isn't he? What? what? True. Spoiler alert. Tristan, explain what Rip City Bad Boys is to anybody who doesn't mm. know. Uh, it is a, a basketball-related podcast with uh, me and Keelan. And uh, we mainly cover the Blazers and the Detroit Pistons, but we kind of cover all of the NBA as well. Tristan's a bad boy. No, he's no, a Rip, Rip City. City. Oh. He's the Rip Keelan's City Keelan's a bad boy. Yes. yes. Okay. Keelan's a bad boy. <laughs> Please make that a ringtone for me. <laughs> <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. We will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. But maybe not Sarah. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.